0: When most of us think of traveling, we're filled with a dreamy sort of passion for it, especially now with everything going on with COVID-19. I know I'm not alone when I say that I sit and think about the places that I want to visit, and sometimes I dream about the vacations that I want to have when it gets safer. Most of us don't think that a simple sightseeing trip will end with our death, but that's what happened in this case. My name is Brienne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we discuss true crime cases that occur out in nature. In this episode, we're going to discuss the story of Judy Smith, a woman who went out for a trip with her husband and never came back. This simple sightseeing trip might not have been so simple after all. In April of 1997, Judy was preparing to go for a trip with her husband, Jeffrey Smith. Judy was a passionate traveler and loved to see more of the world, but... It was around this time that traveling was changing. Right now, traveling is all about lockdowns and limitations, but back then, traveling was actually pretty easy. Still, some things were just starting to tighten up. It was at this point that the Federal Aviation Administration had begun to be more thorough about confirming the identities of their passengers. So, when Judy showed up at the airport alongside her husband only to realize that she didn't have her ID... They made the plan for her. She was told she could run back home and catch a later flight, so Jeffrey would make it to his conference, and the two of them just made a plan to meet up in the hotel. According to Jeffrey, they did meet up in the hotel. Jeffrey Smith said that the hotel was lovely, and even recommended that Judy check out their amazing breakfast menu. With this simple send-off, he headed out to his conference while Judy was left to her own devices. According to her husband, she was going to spend the day sightseeing in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, Judy Smith did not return from her sightseeing trip and she was never seen alive again. Now, I know what you're thinking. What does someone sightseeing in Philadelphia have to do with nature? Well, when they found Judy, her body was located in a national forest in North Carolina. I did a quick search to figure out uh, like, about how far away that was because I'm terrible with geography. <laughs> um, and the internet told me that it was about six hours. So this, of course, leads us to a very important question. How did Judy get there? First, we need to start with what we know. One look at Judy's body confirmed that a serious crime had occurred. Though the remains were broken down and scattered, the police were able to determine that she was likely stabbed to death because of the damage to her clothes. But at the time, police actually didn't know who she was. The idea to confirm that it was her came from someone who knew about her case specifically, so they requested dental records. The records were provided by her husband, and they were able to confirm that it was Judy except for nobody could figure out how she got so far from where she was last seen. As is common in cases where a spouse goes missing, there was a lot of focus on her husband. It's kind of the go-to true crime trope, right? And it's it is that way for a reason. A lot of the time it is a spouse that is involved in this kind of stuff. And police thought that Jeffrey's entire story sounded pretty suspicious. Why would a person who apparently loved to travel forget her ID? And why wouldn't they just go together? Why wouldn't he wait for her? They just, they really weren't impressed with his story. And as they began to question him, they focused on the idea that Judy might never have left home in the first place. They thought that Jeffrey might have killed Judy before they left, then used the conference as a cover-up. For a while, this was kind of the main theory behind her disappearance, but ultimately, they decided against it because of Jeffrey's health condition. It was their opinion, or at least it was once the body showed up, that it was pretty unlikely that he could have had the ability to carry out the crime. I know it's pretty standard to look into a spouse, but I did think something was kind of odd about this story. When I first started looking through the details, I was surprised by the fact that Judy was sightseeing in a new town on her own. My mind immediately jumped to, where was Jeffrey? Now, police did confirm that Jeffrey was at conferences, and at this point, he was no longer considered a suspect. But this does bring us to the next potential theory. Most of the women that I know are fairly nervous about the idea of traveling alone. In today's world, or any other, I'm not sure if I would ever feel safe traveling around a new place by myself. Women are often targeted for acts of violence, and there is a special kind of risk that comes with being in a new place where you don't know the area. You have no way of knowing what is good, what is bad, what dangers there are. It's very easy to get turned around. It's just dangerous. And Police think that this might be what happened to Judy. When you're alone in a new place, it's really easy to get lost. And at a point before smartphones, you really have no choice but to rely on other people for information. I think that for a lot of us, that's just so hard to imagine, right? We use our phones to get. Anywhere that we want to go, we can look up any kind of information immediately. But that technology really is fairly new. Back in the day, you just kind of had to talk to people. It was madness. But if Judy got lost, she likely would have turned to a stranger. And every woman knows the fear of having to do that, much less in a new city. It just isn't really safe being a woman a lot of the time, and police think that there might be some merit to the idea that someone snatched Judy up. But that just makes the story even more weird. If Judy was abducted, why would they take her so far away? And again, because my brain just sucks sometimes with this kind of case... I am always reminded of John Mulaney's skit about never getting taken to a secondary location. And it rings true here. Somehow, Judy was transported hours away and murdered in a random forest. But if the person just wanted to kill her, why would they go through so much trouble moving her? This is part of the story that makes police think that something else might have actually happened instead. While we do know that Judy was murdered, we don't know exactly what led her to the new location. But police actually think that there is a really likely chance that she went there by herself. You are probably wondering, but why? Excellent question, and one that I definitely cannot answer for you, but I can share why this theory is still considered one of the more plausible options. According to those close to Judy, her marriage to Jeffrey wasn't actually going all that well. Now, it might not have been bad enough for Jeffrey to decide to murder Judy, but friends think that Judy might have actually pulled a disappearing act. The friend that told them about their marital problems also told police that they think something happened, And then Judy just decided to split. This friend was pretty adamant about the idea that something triggered her to leave. Now, it wouldn't be the first time that someone ran out on a spouse. Relationships are hard. And when you're done, a lot of the time you are just done. And maybe that is what happened here. Maybe Judy just decided that her marriage wasn't working for her anymore. Maybe she decided that she wanted to start over somewhere new. And maybe she wanted to do it on a trip. Now, on a personal note, this story, um, it stuck out to me because I've actually been working on a book with a similar premise. I always thought that disappearing while on a trip would be one of the best ways to, like, break off and start a new life as someone new. But... This isn't a fiction novel that I'm trying to write. This is real life, and who really does it? And more importantly, if she did run away and start a new life, that still doesn't tell us. Who killed Judy? Considering the fact that Judy was in a completely new location and had been missing for several months... Police had no real leads, except for a story from the area. One of the lasting theories is that a serial killer in the area actually killed her. And while I'm sure that you would love to know all of the juicy details about him, you are just going to have to wait for the next episode to find out. There is no confirmation on the fact that Judy was a victim of this serial killer. In fact, Police caught that local serial killer and never charged him with her murder. While that doesn't guarantee that it wasn't him, it does make it seem pretty unlikely. What I find most interesting about this case is the fact that there is so much missing time. In the 90s, there weren't cameras everywhere like there are today. Back then, it was still possible to fall off the grid, more or less. You really could just kind of disappear. And Judy choosing to disappear and start over was possible for her. But that doesn't mean that she wasn't spotted. Even though police have no way of knowing where or exactly when Judy ended up in this new location, they do have a lot of interesting reports. Remember, Judy was reported as missing for months before her body was found, and a surprising number of people claimed to have seen her. For me, this is where the case feels more like a story than anything. A woman disappears in a new city and is never truly seen again, but... There is a long list of people who claim to have seen this phantom of a woman. And this is why police believe that Judy actually went to the area by choice. One of the potential witnesses claims to not only have seen Judy, but to also have spoken with her. She said that Judy told her she was just doing some traveling while her husband was at a conference, which is actually pretty wild if it is true. Imagine saying that casually after you just vanish and let your entire family mourn your loss. This woman wasn't the only one who claimed to have seen Judy either. Other people came forward with sightings too, and every single one of them kind of said that she seemed normal and like there wasn't anything wrong. One person even described her as pleasant. But there was one strange encounter... One of the people who claimed to have seen Judy was a local sandwich shop owner. They were back in Philadelphia, and they said that Judy came in and purchased an assortment of sandwiches and a toy truck, then left. The toy truck is something that is going to stick with me about this case. While I'm sure that it was just a random purchase if she even made the purchase at all, and they were not talking about somebody else. I almost wonder if there wasn't some kind of hidden clue in this. And this might be the fact that I just rewatched Gone Girl. But I just have to question, why the truck? When most of us buy a toy truck, it's for a child, right? But Judy would have been alone. And More importantly, she did not have a young child. I couldn't confirm anything about grandkids, but from what I know, there probably wasn't a young child. And also, she was running away, you know, it, it just doesn't really line up. Her kids were adults, so who was the toy truck for? I can probably speculate about this case for ages, and I think that... It has a level of mystery that we just don't see in modern true crime cases a lot of the time. In today's world, there would have been footage. Someone somewhere would have caught Judy on camera, but as far as we can tell, Judy disappeared and started a new life and there is no proof of it. She went somewhere new Started doing her own thing and we have no confirmation on what actually happened. It's amazing to me to think of a time where this was possible, like particularly in a crowded city, right? We will likely never know what actually happened to Judy out there. There are a lot of theories, but... At the end of the day, we don't know anything about Judy's new life. We don't even know if she had one. We don't know if she had friends. We don't know if she had a secret family that she was buying a toy truck for. And more importantly, we don't know who killed her. As far as police can tell, Judy ran off and was just enjoying a nice hike out in the woods when she met her end. They confirmed that she was wearing clothes that she was not last seen in and the clothes were appropriate for hiking. It seems very likely that she moved to a new area and went out to go enjoy some nature, which my show would have warned her against, but went out there and ultimately ended up getting murdered while she was out in nature. It's crazy that these unrelated things can happen that she could be the one who caused her own disappearance, but then would still end up being the victim of a crime. It's just a really crazy story in my opinion. But in this story, only nature and the killer know what really happened. And I feel like it really fits my show's concept for that reason. But hey, I would also love to hear your theories on this bizarre case too. And if you want access to more true crime or you just want to shoot me your favorite theory about Judy's secret life, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram with the tag at datpod. Or to join a growing true crime community and gain access to upcoming insider extras, feel free to head over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash like and inscribe. Thanks everyone.